1: NBA DFS podcast for Tuesday, March 28, 2017. Hoops fans, I'm Paul Bruno, and you know me from my work on hockey, baseball, and football pods at Rotowire over the last two years, and we're coming to the end of my first year on the NBA beat, and I've loved every second of it. We're talking NBA hoops today as usual. I want to invite you to follow me at Statsman22. Joining me on this NBA FanDuel Preview podcast is my co-host, Dan Bruno. Dan, remind our listeners about your Twitter handle and where to find your work. On Rotowire's website, please.
2: Well, on Twitter, my Twitter page is at Official. that's d-b-r-u-n-o-f-f-i-c-i-a-l. And then if you're checking out rotowire.com, you'll find my work under the NBA preview and recap section for the daily games
1: all right dan and speaking of the daily games we got eight tilts on tap for tonight and i'll take us through the first half you can finish up with the later starts Uh, beginning with the timberwolves visiting indiana where indiana is a four and a half point favorite the over under set at 208 for that seven o'clock tip then we got the bucks visiting charlotte where the homestanding club is a four point favorite with the over under set at 201 points again a seven o'clock start then phoenix takes their act east and visits the sun visits uh, atlanta where it's a a 7.5-point pick in favor of the homestanding Hawks and the over-under set at 220.5 points for that 7.30 start. And then Miami is a 1-point pick over Detroit, where the Pistons are at home, and the over-under there is set at 201 points.
2: Then also at 7.30, you've got the 76ers visiting Brooklyn, where the Nets are actually a 3-point favorite with an over-under of 224.5. I actually like that game in terms of... uh, fantasy friendly game of the night maybe and then uh, along with the next one here coming up at 8 o'clock you've got the Warriors visiting Houston where the Rockets are actually a one and a half point favorite with an over under of 223.5 um, then at 10 o'clock you've got the Nuggets visiting Portland where uh, the Trailblazers are a two point favorite with another with an over under of 223.5 a lot of fantasy friendly games here tonight I think actually Then at 10.30, you've got uh, the Wizards visiting Los Angeles to take on the Lakers, where the Wizards are a a nine-and-a-half-point favorite with an over-under of 2.25. All right, Dan, uh, before we get into the
1: nitty-gritty here, I want to remind our listeners that we have a second sponsor on these pods, and it's pristineauction.com. I'll spell that out. It's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com. They have daily auctions ending nightly with hundreds of lots for sale. There's tons of stuff for the man cave, always something perfect for the fan of any team. If you're concerned about authenticity so am i and uh, we they guarantee authenticity and all items come with authentication for only the most trusted of sources and i'm also pleased to announce that they're very affordable uh lots here because you don't have to blow your brains out there's some good stuff here that won't uh, kill your piggy banks much more affordable than you think at the end of the day and uh i'll also say that uh, there are some items that caught my eye this morning dan i was looking at an emmett smith autographs helmet for 197 bucks I'm a card collector uh, as well and there was a Mickey Mantle uh, card from 1959 Beckett Card Magazine rates it at $1000 if it's in great condition and it's selling for 120 bucks so there could be some upside there and then there's a signed and framed Derek Carr jersey which is kind of topical since the Raiders are going to be moving to Las Vegas next year that's only 100 bucks might be the cheapest and one of the more cheaper cheapest and affordable options out there today it's quick and free and easy to register folks free to bid as well you only pay when you win lastly i'll encourage you to do us a favor here at rotowire in the how did you hear about us section on pristineauction.com there's a drop down menu when you register please give us a nod because rotowire is one of the names you'll see there just tell them we sent you and that'll be great news for us and good luck with your hunting down there in the shopping territory at pristineauction.com All right, Dan, let's get into our position by position breakdowns and see if we can help our listeners win some big money playing FanDuel tonight. We'll go as usual, beginning with the the point guard positions. And tonight there's one guy uh, over the 10,000 mark, but there's three premium guys over the 9,000 mark. So why don't we take a look at all three of these guys together? We got Damian Lillard at 9,400. We got Steph Curry at 9,900. And topping them all is John Wall at 10,200. Are there plays or fades here for you?
2: Well, for me, I I take Lillard and Curry over Wall uh, in this situation here um, just because if all things are going right for Washington, this should be a quick and easy game for them and maybe it's a chance for John Wall to take um, a little bit of the night off. Maybe he plays a few less minutes and you see a bit more of Brandon Jennings tonight. I could definitely see that happening um, because the Wizards have been playing well lately and the Lakers have not so, and and then on the other hand, Stephen Curry against Houston, that's going to be a shootout for sure. So you can save three hundred bucks there. And Damian Lillard, again, the guy has been playing out of his mind uh, the last the last few games, and and his team's still in a real battle for that playoff spot. They just overtook the uh, Nuggets for eighth place, and now they face them head to head in portland so this is a huge game for the trailblazers and uh you can bet that damian lillard's going to lead the charge there so i like lillard and curry more than wall tonight
1: yeah i agree with the call i can't wait to see that golden state houston game it's two of the best teams in all of basketball certainly some name recognition on the floor for both sides and if it's close it keeps high scoring players on the floor longer and that could be a real Mm. bonanza at the payoff window at FanDuel at the end of the day Taking it down a notch, we look at the range from let's say 7,800 Kemba Walker down to D'Angelo Russell at $6,500. Dan, there's some premium talent here as
2: well. Well, I think Kemba Walker's got a tough matchup in Milwaukee, but uh, the guy I do like here is um, Ricky Rubio. Uh, Rubio's, I, l- I love the way how he attacks the stashy uh, multiple columns, mostly getting the, those high assist numbers, which count for 1.5 points as opposed to a point which is just one. So the more assists, the better, um, and he's coming off some great a great streak so far. He's got topped uh, 50 Fanduel points in two of his last about eight games, and the rest of them he's been right around the 30 mark. So I mean, and before that he had a few a little streak of uh, 40s happening. So I mean, Ricky Rubio's right up there with his production, and I think he's going to keep at it for. A couple more games at least uh, as the season winds down
1: and I like in this range Goran Dragic for all the same reasons you could have substituted his name where you said Rubio just a moment ago and uh, all the same factors apply they're both visiting teams that they should defeat and uh, the guys have been playing consistently well so good good options here in the 7,000 plus range down to 6,500 to Russell uh, we got uh, one pl- two players at six thousand sixty one hundred. that's Tyler Johnson Tyler Ulis and on down through a number of other players to 5,000 where we see Jameer Nelson and Patrick Beverly. We're starting in a value country here, Dan. Are any of these guys uh, lighting it up for you tonight, you think?
2: Well, if you don't want to spend too much on your point guards, but you don't want to go right down to the basement, Tyler Johnson and Tyler Ulysses is, is a pretty good combo you could pick up um, for about the price of, of a Westbrook if he was on the list tonight. But uh, Euliss has been getting the starts, and he's going to continue to get the majority of the minutes there, as, as uh, Phoenix doesn't have much more to play for other than their rookies. So, uh, and Euliss has been getting, you know, close to forty point Fanduel points uh, in about four of his last three of his last five games. With the, the other two games at thirteen and eighteen Fanduel points, but I mean, um, it's all it's all uh, bet here, and, and maybe he's a better uh, tournament play at the point tonight, given some of the better options above him but then uh, also tyler johnson has been playing pretty well lately topping 35 fanduel points in two of his last three games and uh, they're going to need more of him uh, especially with Dion waiters out and i mean they're going up against a detroit team that's pretty much in shambles and uh tyler johnson should be one to take advantage of that
1: i wonder if jeremy lynn might draw some eyeballs tonight dan in a Pretty a low, lackluster matchup. Otherwise, Brooklyn. The Brooklyn point guards had three pretty good games in a row, and might be worth a look at fifty-eight hundred dollars in a game where he hasn't got much in terms of star power going against him tonight. And he is a uh, home-standing for the home the home team tonight, so uh, that might be an interesting one to look at as well in my book. Uh, Five thousand dollars and down from Jameer Nelson into value country. Dan, there's some other names, name recognition guys here. Some guys we played in the past who've done well. Any of them uh, possibilities tonight for you?
2: Well, there's there's really two that I look at here. One's Ish Smith. Um, I think he's probably the safest one below $5,000. He's getting the start for Detroit, and he'll probably play the most of the minutes. I'm pretty sure Reggie Jackson's going to be out. And I even read something that he might be shut down for the season. I don't know. Uh, I can see what the injury was that he's dealing with, but there's something there going on with Reggie Jackson. Ish Smith is coming off a 30-fando point game in his last game, uh, which was last night and uh he he should keep it up um he was playing well for them when he was starting consistently early in season and hopefully he continues that the other guy is brandon jennings i mentioned a few minutes ago um you know know, hopefully for washington what they're hoping for is that they make a quick work of this game and maybe get john wall a few extra minutes to sit down because he's been busting his tail lately and uh brandon jennings would be more than happy to fill in and and i'm sure he'd be looking to fill it up so I mean, he's, he's playing an average about 16 minutes a game over about his last 10 games. And in that, in that time, he's averaging about 15 Fanduel points. Uh, one time he played 21 minutes versus Brooklyn and finished with 35 Fandu points. So I would be looking for a similar uh, night of that tonight.
1: Okay, and I'm going to add the name of Sergio Rodriguez, the other half of that uh, lackluster matchup that I highlighted earlier. He's had four games where he's hit plus uh, double figures in scoring, and if he gets any kind of a run tonight against a weak Brooklyn team, he could easily duplicate that and give you good value for $4,500. Let's move over to the shooting guard position, Dan. At the top of this list, of course, we mentioned Houston's playing. That means James Harden, who's a threat to go for at least 50 points in FanDuel play every night. He's at the top of the board. $12,500 is the price tag against Golden State. And we also have below him Giannis Antetokounmpo, boy they test us every time we do this broadcast it seems that he's playing we got to test ourselves with that pronunciation i hope i nailed it for his family uh, and uh, it's $10,000 price tag 10,300 price tag there before we go uh, $2,500 cheaper in the next guys so harden and antetokounmpo both star players both playing tonight both big price tags dan what do you think
2: well starting off with harden i think he's a good pick tonight uh 12,500 bucks is a lot that's that's for sure, but the thing is, uh, he's gonna he's gonna need to give it his all tonight, and I'm sure that Houston would love to make a statement win against the Warriors. Um, and uh, James Harden's gonna be, have to be the one to lead the way there. I mean, if he has an off night, it's gonna be probably around 40 Fanduel points. Like, like well, not necessarily an off night, but not one of his top nights, which he had in his last game against OKC a couple days ago, he finished with 41 Fanduel points. But that's still not a major disappointment. But, I mean, if he goes off, it's in the 60s or 70s. So James Harden for 2,500 is good in my books. Uh, Antetokounmpo has got a bit of a tougher matchup, I would say, against Charlotte. Um, that should be a bit more of uh, like a, a grind it out kind of game, I think. Um, so I, I'm not looking at him as much. But, I mean, if you, if you don't want to spend the extra 2,000 bucks, he's still a good look, in my opinion.
1: All right, and then we go into uh, a more reasonable price range, I'll say. Bradley Beal at $7,800 against the Lakers for Washington. On down to, let's take it down to, Gary Harris at $6,100, Dan. So there's quite a gap there from 7800 to $6,100. Dion Waiters is out with an ankle injury, of course, we know that. So don't uh, play him for sure. And uh, tell me what you think in this group.
2: Well, there's an interesting note about Bradley Beal. He hasn't scored less than 18 points in a game for a heck of a long time so I mean his FanDuel numbers are very consistent um, right around the 30 to 40 FanDuel point mark so for $7,800 he's a, he's a really solid bet to get you that 30 points maybe 40 um, but again uh, if, if the Wizards are really clicking they could finish that one up quickly and see a, a little bit more from their subs but you know what the thing is for that to happen, it's going to take a lot of, a, a good amount of points from Beal anyway. So I I like him at seventy eight hundred dollars. The other guy here, you got to just give a shout out to his Devin Booker, uh, Mr. Seventy points. But it's also worth noting that in his next game after the seventy point total, he came up with I think it was twenty four points, and uh, or sorry twenty three points, and that. Uh, that forty-seven point drop off is the biggest drop off ever <laughs> after a player has scored seventy points. Wow. I mean, uh, but I mean that's understandable. Twenty-three points after seventy, it's okay. Whatever, it's not horrible. But uh, so that amounted to thirty-three Fanduel points following his ninety-one Fanduel point night, which might be a record for that what I've seen on Fanduel. But anyway, so his last three games are 33, 91, and thirty-three. So he's on an, obviously on a bit of a streak here. But the problem is the price tag to me, $7,600 against Atlanta. I don't think that's going to return you the right kind of value tonight. So I'm not looking at Devin Booker. I'm looking to fade him. I'd be more interested in maybe either of the next two guys on the list, C.J. McCollum or Clay Thompson, uh, should be both in high-scoring games. And both, both of them are going to need everything that they, both of their teams are going to need everything that they can give them in these um, important matchups tonight
1: and I'll add the name of Nicholas Batum he's been in double digits in scoring the last five (laughs) games contributing also across the board filling it up as you say in all five columns and uh, sadly though uh, his turnovers are up in the last little while too mitigating some of that but I still like him at this price point and given his fan duel average per year uh, it could be a good night for Batum let's go down into the five thousands dan from will barton at fifty nine hundred dollars down to well we got to take it into bargain country so let's group these into the bargain hunting looks because we got barton at fifty nine we got hardaway at fifty nine then it dips below the five thousand with eric gordon so tell me what you think about this whole group including the value plays
2: well i'm i'm not huge on barton or tim hardaway jr but a couple guys that i like getting a little cheaper here are, are the couple bench guys from houston eric gordon and lou williams Lou Williams is coming off a great game in his last game, 30 uh, something points in just the points column, and uh, that amounted into a solid FanDuel point total of uh, 39 FanDuel points. So uh, that's that's heck of a value for 4600 bucks there from Lou Williams, while Eric Gordon on the same night managed to put up 24 points and 25 FanDuel points. Uh, and they combined for 60 seven minutes of action so those guys are both coming off the bench and both putting up big volume um in terms of their points and minutes so for the value you get there uh and in a in a shootout tonight i think those are a couple of good picks there but then if you want really want to look a little bit more into the value section a couple guys i'm interested in are karis LeVert of brooklyn facing off against the uh 76ers and on the other side of the ball nick Stauskis.
1: And I'll add two names. Lou Williams, if it's a shooter's night in Houston, you've got to f- factor him into the mix because uh, if it could, especially if there's some garbage time, he might get a little bit longer run there and $4,600 could shoot the lights out uh, in any case. And Monte Ellis, I'm the president of this guy's fan club. I, I've t- seen too many highlights of him against our, the Raptors here to, to discount him at all. And when I see that he's scoring double digits in terms of actual points per game uh, consistently in the last couple of weeks, it makes me think he's, he's getting his game into the highest level we've seen on the season. And for $4,400, I'll take a risk of fitting him in against Minnesota as Indiana's at home tonight in a game they need to get. All right, Dan, let's go to the small forwards. And we know at the top of the board, Kevin Durant is still out with that knee injury don't know what the prognosis is for him at the moment maybe you should you can shed some light on that but beyond him we go into a range that takes us from paul george at 8600 dollars down to danilo gallinari at 6500 let's call them the premium premium guys tonight at that position uh which ones do you like which ones do you not
2: yeah well first of all durant has definitely got uh, a week or two still to go but the guy i like here is paul george 8600 uh, dollars here and uh he's He's topped 40 Fanduel points in three of his last four games and uh, four of his last six games. With one of with one of those being a 52 Fanduel point night, season high 39 points there. And I think uh, Paul George, his team has been slipping a bit in the Eastern Conference standings, but uh, he's he's got to be the one who who brings them back and keeps them uh, keeps them where they need to be. So I think he's gonna. He's going to come up big tonight against Minnesota, um, and and just on in on the other hand, there I don't like Andrew Wiggins really coming up against Indiana. I think uh, the Pacers are going to look to shut him down.
1: Yeah, this is a tough range for me too because then you got Danilo Gallinari, who's kind of hit or miss, and you know he he's had some health issues this year, so I'm discounting him. Maybe you look at a guy like Robin Robert Covington. I'm all over this Philadelphia Brooklyn game. I guess. Yeah,
2: I like Covington too. I think it's a good matchup for him. Yeah, and I think he'll look to uh, make his mark.
1: That's right. So uh, those are our thoughts in this range. We take it down below the 6,500 plateau. TJ Warren at 6,400, all the way down to let's say uh, Trevor Ariza 5,400 because Michael Beasley's out with a knee injury at 5,200. So from 5,400 on up to uh, Warren at 6,400. Dan, who do you like in this grouping?
2: Well, it's a tough range here too. Um, I'm not really that big on anybody. Uh, I would say maybe Wilson Chandler is a guy. That is always interesting to me, just because of of how how multi dimensional his game is. That being said, though, he's coming off a pretty tough performance in his last game, only nine Fando points. But before that, twenty eight and thirty four. So got to check up on his status there, make sure he's all good to go because he's another guy that's been hampered by injuries. But if he's good to go and maybe in the starting lineup there, it's a, that's an interesting pick for me in what I think is going to be a high scoring game too. And then also maybe ter- Trevor Ariza here right. against uh, Golden State you know the Rockets are going to have to lean on him he came up actually pretty big in their last contest Um, along with Lou Williams and Eric Gordon he he came up with 20 24 points um, and uh, 46 Fanduel points in that last game versus OKC. So, I mean, this guy's another guy that, that attacks the stat sheet across the board, and, and when he's filling it up in the points column too, that usually amounts in big Fanduel point totals.
1: Dan, you took all the guys that I wanted to talk about, so let's take, take it into bargain country here. 5,000 below Marcus Morris and Michael Kidd-Gilchrist at the top of this uh, this heap. Uh, who do you like in this group uh, might make us some uh, good tournament plays
2: well actually i think there's quite a few guys uh who you could consider in this group um but uh i would say that sam decker is probably one of the more interesting ones here because of the injury to uh, ryan anderson in houston decker's minutes automatically increase and he comes up with a decent return there So for $3,500, that's as low as you can go. And he came up with 15 FanDuel points in 24 minutes in his last game. Um, So, I mean, you could consider him tonight against Golden State. Another guy to consider maybe is Rodney McGruder, another $3,500 guy, but uh, he's been getting most of the starts in the absence of Dion Waiters. Again, a slower night in his last game, only nine FanDuel points, but before that, 23, 15, 13, 15. So he can... get close to that 20 mark and uh he's playing he's playing the right amount of minutes around 25 minutes a game over his last three so i mean for 3500 i don't think that's a bad roll of the dice there and
1: in addition, I'll throw out the name of Andre Iguodala. His minutes have been on the rise in the last little while. And if he gets any kind of a defensive assignment against Houston, that might mean he's in for a good run tonight too. I've seen his point totals rise in terms of FanDuel play. He even got over 40 FanDuel points recently in one tilt. So well above his average of 19 per game. Really good value if he does get any kind of playing tonight in a uh, time tonight in that heated and high scoring affair. At the power forward position, Nikolai Jokic, $10,300 stands alone, uh, $2,600 clear of the next man up, and that's Draymond Green. So let's spend a minute to talk about Jokic, the center for the power forward for Denver as he faces Portland tonight. Do you like that matchup for him?
2: Yeah, I think it's a great matchup for Jokic. uh the uh, Trailblazers had been n- notoriously bad in the front court, when, but then they picked up Nurkic. But uh, Jokic is very familiar with Nurkic; they had played together in Denver, obviously before that trade. Um, and and uh, I think uh, Jokic can take advantage of this this matchup. And also, it's going to be a high scoring game. I think he can, he'll be a part of that. Um, and these teams are really going to be battling for. Uh, that eighth spot, whoever wins this game is going to take a game advantage over the other for that eighth spot in the West, which is huge at this point in the season. So uh, you got to look to your stars in those kind of games. And I think Jokic is going to be the guy for Denver there. Uh, yeah
1: yeah he's gonna he's gonna have a huge advantage over his counterpart on the other side of the floor maybe he draws double coverage under the basket and frees up some some space for his teammates there too so uh, maybe they go inside out and outside in with their offense through him and uh, look for him to pile up some points not only on the point scoring but maybe rebounds and assists as well uh, let's go down a little bit lower uh, into the, some of the higher prices guys here as well Draymond Green $7,700 we know that he's not a one-dimensional player at all this guy can fill up and he'll have a chance to be very active tonight in that high scoring tilt what do you think about him on down to Marvin Williams at $6,500 Dan
2: well I like Draymond Green because I think this is one of those games where both team wants to make a point and uh, Draymond Green is one of those guys who loves to make points so I think uh, he's going to come out and try and affect the game in every way that he can Uh, so for $7,700 I think that's a pretty decent price for a guy like this who's, you know, a 50, 40, 50-point potential guy. The other guy there that's interesting tonight to me is Dario Saric, 7,300 bucks. Price tag dropped a few hundred recently. Uh, But this guy's still keeping up a consistent streak of very good um, outings. A little slower in his last game, only 18.5 FanDuel points, but 45 before that. So, I mean, this guy for 7,300 bucks, I think Draymond Green and Dario Saric give you very good options if you don't want to spend it the 10,300 on Jokic. And
1: uh, below him, Dan, we got to look at the rest of the the guys in this value area and uh, let's take it down. Well, we should also mention that Paul Millsap, I was just reading a note on him. This is interesting, Dan. He uh, is dealing with something called left knee synovitis. Now, anything with a on the end of it kind of worries me a little bit. They tell you he's going to be out for the next three games. That's going to be critical for them in the playoff hunt because they're tied with two other teams. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But knee synovitis, there's a new one for me. I had never heard of
2: that before. Yeah, me neither.
1: <laughs> All right, let's go down to, from 6,200, James Johnson on down to uh, Gorgie Deng and Kenneth Faria, $5,100 and $5,000 respectively.
2: Well, I think the game here against Detroit is one that's made for james johnson uh he's been playing very well recently anyway still around the 30 minutes a game and around the 30 Fanduel points a game Uh, a couple 14 uh 18 mixed in there but then he counters that with a 47 and uh some mid 30s so i mean 6200 dollars i like I, i don't mind this price tag for james johnson tonight because again this is a big game for the heat and uh i i know um from witnessing that James Johnson has had some pretty good games against Detroit in the past as a member of the Raptors, so I mean I, I look for him to come out with a little bit of uh, extra confidence tonight and uh, do his thing there for for sixty two hundred. I, I like that pick, and I like. Uh, oh,
1: go sorry. ahead, sorry, no, you take it.
2: Okay, well, just one other guy that uh, was kind of interesting lately is Rashawn Holmes, who's been getting uh, who has been getting a, a few starts for Philly. Um, coming up with some massive nights, and then he had a couple slower ones, 12 and 13 FanDuel points before he got back to uh, 31. So he's another interesting look for $5,700. dollars you got to check it out if he's getting the start, because Julio Okafor is out. But then Philly's got that other guy, Sean Long, who's playing pretty well. So between Holmes and Long, check out who's getting the start, who's averaging the more minutes, and either one of those guys is a pretty good can be a pretty good pick tonight against Brooklyn.
1: And one other guy that I like that is a good pick tonight, possibly is Frank Kaminsky. He's really been scoring a lot better than he had earlier in the season and well above his FanDuel rate for the year which is 21 and a half points I know it could be a tough matchup against Milwaukee but he's holding up his end of the bargain for the Charlotte offense and I like the fact that they're leaning on a little bit in that regard and you'll notice our listeners haven't heard too many uh, Detroit names being called they're on the second of back-to-backs and that makes me shy away from a lot of them including Tobias Harris who's really not playing toward the level that we saw from him earlier on Uh, his average of 26 points in fan duel play per game is something that he hasn't achieved for his last few outings and so I want to stay away from him until he gets back above that mark, don't like to get guys on the downward uh, side of the the ledger, uh, Dan. I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm shying away from him, most, mostly because of the back-to-back situation there let's take a look now for Kenneth Farid at 5,000 on down below that into bargain hunter, hunting country. We got some injury notes in there. Ryan Anderson, Nemanja Bielitza, and Josh John Henson all out of the lineup. So don't go looking for them uh, in terms of your bargain value plays. There are maybe a couple of other options to consider.
2: Well, the Hawks are fighting for their life here, really. Um, they've lost, I think it's seven straight. And it's interesting, they're going up against Phoenix, who's got the other worst losing streak in the league right now having lost eight straight so either one of these teams is going to break their league worst losing streaks tonight but the hawks have dropped to, well they're still fifth in the west but they're they're tied with indiana for seventh and only uh two and a half games ahead of the ninth place bulls so the hawks are really hanging on to their with their by their fingertips here and and so i'm looking at maybe Ursania Lisova to come up uh, with a decent game against Phoenix. $4,800 is not a bad price tag for this guy who's averaging over his last five games about 25 FanDuel points with a couple nights over 30 there. So I, I like him for 4800 bucks. And then if you're getting a little lower into the value, one super value guy here is Noah Vonley for sure. Um, he's picked up his play a lot for the Trailblazers. Um, maybe Nurkic being there has given him a little bit more space and confidence, but for thirty eight hundred dollars, this guy's topped twenty Fanduel points in four of his last five games, um, and has been has been keeping the Fanduel totals right around the twenty mark pretty consistently over the last about ten games. So for thirty eight hundred dollars, I like Vonley. and the other guy who's always interesting to me uh, lately is is Quincy Ac coming up against Philly uh, again. Brooklyn's giving this guy a bit more of a run out there. And when he gets over 20 minutes, he comes pretty close to 20 Fanduel points a game. So I like those guys.
1: All right, we go over to the center position where the big cat, Carl Anthony Towns, is at the top of the list for $10,300. He gets an interesting matchup against Indiana uh, and, and Miles Turner. I, I think this is going to be a very athletic matchup, one where, one where the center position could really tell the tale, although, uh, of course, uh, Towns gets the big edge. Do you play him tonight or fade him at 10500 bucks?
2: well i mean tough call for me here on towns um he's coming off a bit of a slower game in his last contest against portland only 22 Fanduel points and that was a game maybe i would have expected him to do a little bit better i think uh i don't like the matchup here against indiana i think the pacers are going to really come out with everything they have tonight and uh They're going to look to shut this guy down for sure. And like you said, Miles Turner is a pretty athletic guy on on the other side of the ball here. So the center position might be one where I look to save a few bucks tonight.
1: And the next two guys are going head to head. It's an interesting matchup. Hassan Whiteside against Andre Drummond. I'm favoring Whiteside in this matchup. Dan, let's take a look at these two alone before we move move down the list and and look at this matchup a little bit and tell me what you think about it. But I'm giving Miami's center uh, the advantage.
2: Uh yeah well I would have to agree I mean even though this guy's playing with stitches in his hand he's playing with like a mitten on uh he's still managing to get around the forty Fanduel point mark he's probably averaging about forty Fanduel points over his last about seven games here and uh, he's gonna definitely be a focal point against Detroit where they have another big center on the other side of the ball uh, and, and I do give the advantage to Miami in general in this matchup just because of how poorly detroit's been playing lately and and i don't think the the confidence and morale can be too high in detroit right now so i think uh the heat are just gonna are gonna come away with this one one way or another and yeah i would take i would take uh white side over drummond in this one too because the thing about detroit is Stan Van gundy's shown that if he's not happy with his starters they get the uh hook and they they might not come back so i, I actually one of my value picks here in the center range is aaron baines because of that very reason that if Andre Drummond decides or or ends up not, you know, playing great against Whiteside, I could see him getting pulled and uh, get Aaron Baines getting some extra action and one guy who's
1: uh, playing like he's a little more motivated than usual when i think of dwight howard i think of a guy who needs to be engaged to play well he's playing very well of late for atlanta they need him to come up large against phoenix you said they're slumping uh, the suns are and uh, atlanta does need this game and they're going to rely on their healthy big man to pull them through i think there's a lot of pressure on howard tonight but i do think he delivers in this one might be worth the value at 7200 bucks below him, and we'll take a look at these guys, Yusuf Nurkic down to Greg Monroe at $6,000. So what do you think of my assessment of Howard and the guys all the way down to Monroe?
2: Well, yeah, I think Howard has uh, definitely an advantage in the matchup tonight, and, and they're going to need everything from him. That's for sure. Um, in this range, uh, Miles Turner, again, even though he's going up against Carl Anthony Towns, is interesting to me just because I, I would think that the uh, air around the the Indiana... Uh, locker room right now has to be, you know that they've got to bring it and as much as they can. So I mean, and Turner's coming off a, a solid last four games, um, maxing out in in his most recent game with 42 Fanduel points. and I mean, those came he came up with 31 Fanduel points against Utah a few games ago, and and there's not much better front court around than uh, or another center around like Rudy Gobert to go up against. So. Uh, if Miles Turner can get 31 against, fan duel points against Rudy Gilbert, I'm pretty confident he's going to have a good game tonight, too.
1: Well, let's look at the next four guys before we get into the sub-5,000 category. Of course, Jaleel Okafor is, would be a fifth, but he's injured and out for, for Philadelphia. So we'll take a look at Capella, Williams, Zeller, and Plumley. I'm kind of intrigued by Capella in this matchup tonight against Golden State, Dan. He's been playing very well of late, and I wonder if he might give them the only advantage they might have anywhere on the
2: floor. Yeah, well, he he's great for Houston because he he can run and he he can keep up with the action. Um, and so yeah, I think he's a pretty good pick for fifty five hundred bucks, pretty safe bet to get you near thirty Fanduel points at least in the high twenties. But he's topped thirty uh, the majority of the time over his last about five six or seven games there. So I think Clint Capel is probably the best pick in this range. I think Cody Zeller's got a really tough matchup against Milwaukee not too confident in him there you have Mason Plumlee going up against his old team that's that's always uh interesting um the minute situation in Denver though is a little bit shaky Plumlee's only came up with 19 and 16 minutes in his last two games he's averaging probably around 20 fan points in his last five games but I'm not I'm not big on him tonight
1: all right, then let's go bargain hunting, and I'm going to mention the name of Marcin Gortat, but only because I'm not on him. I'm usually a big fan of his play, but he's not been producing like I, like the guy that I remember, and uh, probably well-priced at $4,800, though so he gets a good matchup against LA. I want to know what you think about him and uh, any of the other names down here that might be better picks.
2: Um, well, I'm, I'm not really on Gortat either. I don't really see an outstanding reason to pick him at all tonight. The, the guy who's Who's pretty much the, uh, the the hot topic is Sean Long. Who's uh, his price of forty five hundred dollars? He's coming off the bench for Philly, and and in less than twenty minutes a game over, he's averaging less than twenty minutes a game over his last three games. He's probably averaging about twenty five Fanduel points with uh, thirty and twenty nine in his last two games. Um, so this guy, he's putting the ball in the net, scoring points, and he's rebounding very well uh, with a couple blocks and steals thrown in there too. So I mean, Sean Long is is pretty much the guy on if you're talking about trends he's the guy who's trending in the right direction in this value range here for sure another guy i mentioned is uh aaron baines i think um he's he's obviously going to play off the bench no matter what but i think he's, you could see a few extra minutes from him uh just given the fact that detroit's starting lineup has been pretty shaky lately and stan van gundy seems to have a bit of a short uh patience with them
1: Dan, I looked ahead at the, what the optimizers put up, and I think we've named everybody on their, this list, so I'm kind of intrigued to see how this lineup does. It might be worth a play as I get back in the swing of things on FanDuel NBA uh, basketball tonight. After a couple of days off, let me know what you think about the what the optimizer has in store for us tonight.
2: Well, I thought the same thing. I think I might go with this optimizer lineup just for the heck of it. I usually like to throw in a few of my own, uh, uh, tweaks, but, uh, this one looks pretty good to me. It's Steph Curry and Ish Smith at the point, then James Harden and Lou Williams at shooting guard, Paul George and Michael Kidd-Gilchrist at uh, small forward. I mean, Kidd-Gilchrist is a bit of a iffy pick to me, uh, forty-eight hundred dollars, but I, it, he's he's a good pick most nights. But just up against Milwaukee, I think that's a tough matchup for him. Um, but still, still not a bad choice. I'm, I'm still okay with it. Then Rashawn Holmes and Ersan Ilyasova at the, uh, power forward and Sean Long at the center. So it's giving us the two young guys from, uh, Philly there, um, looking for a high scoring game in Brooklyn. So yeah, it's an interesting, um, combo by the the optimizer here and uh, i'm pretty tempted to give just give this a try myself
1: yeah i think it'll be worth one of the plays that i put out tonight for sure and we'll remind our listeners don't forget to check back with rotowire starting lineups on the nba tab all day long we do a great job of lineup sweeps and checks all day long at rotowire as i said so you can make sure that your players are good to go right up to tip off on behalf of our friends at fanduel though i want to remind you our listeners that baseball is just around the corner we're a week away from first pitch don't get stranded on first base without a rotowire subscription and don't miss out on this great offer folks make your first deposit on fanduel today and you'll get a free six-month rotowire subscription go to fanduel.com slash rotowire to claim it you must be a new fanduel user in order to be eligible users may only establish one account on fanduel that's fanduel.com slash rotowire all right dan as we get down to the end of the season there's some great races as we look at the top eight seeds in each side and you mentioned in the east there's three teams tied for fifth sixth and seventh seed let's look at milwaukee indiana indiana atlanta of course and atlanta's kind of banged up right now do you fear any of them if you're a top four seed in the uh, eastern conference
2: well i would have to say that uh milwaukee and indiana definitely are the more um, intimidating of the two here i think indiana is a team that's pretty much been underachieving all season and uh if they if they ever got things clicking the right way I think they could be a very dangerous team. Of course, they've got their superstar, Paul George. They've got a good young center with uh, Miles Turner. Then they've got Thaddeus Young as well, who's been a bit underperforming for a while. But I think Indiana's got a really good team. And if they could ever get clicking, they're, they're pretty dangerous. And same with Milwaukee. Milwaukee, um, they're scary for anybody for sure. You've got to to DeCupo there, who's just, you know, this guy's pretty much unstoppable. And then they got Chris Middleton, who's a really dead-eye shooter. And and they're just a long, long, uh, lengthy team with uh, a, a solid defensive mindset that uh, they they could be very interesting too. So I, I think Milwaukee, and Indiana, there. And if there's a team that's in in uh, danger of slipping slipping, it's Atlanta here. I, I mean, unfortunately, it's due to injury. They've got lost Paul Millsap, but even before Millsap went down, they had lost two straight. So I mean, things just aren't looking too great for Atlanta here. And 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 then just to mention Miami, um, if they could pull off a win tonight, that'll be a big one for them, uh, separate themselves from De- Detroit a little bit more, uh, get a little get a, a full game ahead of the Bulls. And uh, I, Miami's even a team that you get Deion Waiters back there, a pretty interesting opponent um, in the postseason. I'm pretty sure they beat Cleveland at one point this year. Yeah. Yeah, so I,
1: I agree with your assessment on Milwaukee and Indiana, the two teams that I would be a little more wary of than Atlanta. They just seem in Atlanta have, to have too many injury woes and they're, uh, they're headed south right now. Might not even hang on to a playoff spot as you implied. Over uh, in the Western Conference, there's some intrigue as well in the fourth fifth, fourth, fifth, and sixth slots where we see the Jazz, Clippers, and Thunder. The Clippers seem to be the team that's going south there, Dan, in my opinion. Can any of these teams upset a top three team over there in your opinion?
2: Well if any of them can I think it's uh, the jazz um, again a team that's built on defense uh, really slow slows down the game uh, there's there are only one of two teams in the league to allow opponents less than a hundred points a game with they allow only 96 point seven points a game another team to do something like that is San Antonio allowing 98 point one. But uh, so Utah's got the best defense in the league, maybe the best defensive center in the league with Rudy Gobert. And they've got a, a deep bench and a lot of different weapons there. So, I mean, not to mention also, it's a tough play to, place to play in Utah. So I, th- I think Utah's a really, really interesting uh, group there. And then the Clippers are just—I mean, it's—it's it's sad, but it's—it's it's laughable to me in a way. It's just the same thing that I've seen uh, the last four or five years with them. It's—they're—they're uh, they're a good team on paper, but they just don't have the—I don't know what it is—the poise, I guess, to—to—to to, to pull out. Um, Games that they need. They gave up probably one of the most embarrassing losses of the season the other day as they fell to the Sacramento Kings after leading by 15 with about four minutes left in the fourth quarter. They totally collapsed and lost that one. And uh, I mean, you lose that one at home. I've seen them lose some some big games, you know, in the after leading, and uh, it's just they don't make the right plays down the stretch. So I, I think the Clippers are a team that. You might see another early exit from them, and, and you might see the last of that core uh, this season. And then the Thunder, I mean, uh, I'd like to say I think they could upset somebody, but I don't think they can. It, they, they're just too much of a one-dimensional team with what Russell Westbrook having to do everything there. I don't, I don't see how they could top a team like Golden State, San Antonio, or Houston.
1: No, that would be clearly an MVP caliber performance that's required. Ultra MVP, let's say, from him. So I'm not looking for any of these teams to upset the top three, but I love your assessment of the Clippers, a team that's over... uh, overrated and and under delivered for years and maybe it's time to finally change things up there jazz could be a team that surprises they they're a no-name team in the bunch and uh, uh, but they do play a tough play a good defensive style and uh, defense wins championships they always say in, in sports so that might be the
2: team that i might yeah, circle they, they didn't even make the playoffs last year the jazz so yeah. there's yeah. a big improvement for them this year
1: definitely is anyway there you go there you have it have a look at FanDuel and enjoy all the fun and games on their menu of options, folks. We hope we've given you some good ideas for FanDuel play tonight. For Dan Bruno, who you can follow at dbrunoofficial. I'm Paul Bruno, reminding you to follow me at Statsman22. Good luck with your FanDuel plays to all our listeners from Rotowire.